Spooky season is upon us once again, and I thought that I would mark the occasion this year by telling you a scary story from the island of Ernst. I'm John from Adventure Shetland, a tour company which focuses on exploring Shetland's history, culture, and archaeology. And one of my favourite ways to do this is by using the old stories and the folk tales that I've been told and have learned over the years that have been passed down to me, but putting these stories in their context of the landscape and their surroundings to try and better understand the mindset of islanders in the past. This is one of those stories, as I said, it's from the island of Unst, and it tells us the tale of how the devil came to Lund. In Shetland's past, the lairds were the landlords, the landowners, and they were generally unscrupulous men. They had unfavourable reputations among the common folk for their exploitative ways, and they played by their own rules, and always for their own benefit. At Lundhouse in Unst, the laird and some of his friends were gambling and playing cards one dark, stormy Saturday night in the winter many, many years ago. They were so engrossed in their game and no doubt whatever nefarious and no-good schemes they were planning and concocting that they completely lost track of time and didn't realise that the clock had ticked on beyond midnight, which meant that they were gambling on a Sunday, a most grievous sin. Suddenly, there came a loud and ominous knock on the heavy oakwood door of Lund House. And I think it's safe to say that the mood of the men quickly changed at that point. Who on earth could be there and why on such a wild, dangerous, stormy night as this? I don't think it would have been anyone they particularly wanted to see. But of course, the laird and his men went to the door and they opened it. It's safe to say they didn't expect to see who they found standing on the other side of it in this wild, stormy night. It was the devil himself, and he had come to retrieve them and to make them pay for the sins that they had committed. In the panic, one of the men crossed himself, which caused the devil to flee, but not before he had left a mark of his presence there, the imprint of his cloven hoof on the stone doorstep of Lundhouse, which can still be seen there today. Sadly, Lundhouse cannot be seen in anything like its former glories today. Having been partly demolished in 2007, the building was fallen into severe disrepair and was in danger of collapse. And so the great grand house that it was was made safe. The walls were taken down. They now stand to a height of around one to one and a half metres. That's about four to five feet. However, the porch and the original stone doorstep do remain in place and there is an unusual mark on that stone step. Whether it's the devil's footprint or not, though, I will leave that for you to decide. The heavy oak wood door that I mentioned in the story is no longer on site either. However, it has been repurposed and it is now the door of Scalawa Castle on the Shetland mainland 
although that castle is currently closed for maintenance work to be done as well, for the time being at least. Back at Lund though, there's plenty of other things to see in and around the area, not just the ruined remains of Lund House. There's also a nearby chapel, St Olaf's Kirk, which was built in the 11th century, or I should say the ruins of that chapel are still there. There's some interesting features of it. One of the lintel stones for one of the windows has a carving which is alleged to be a fish on it, maybe a reused Pictish symbol stone, even though this is a, a Norse chapel. There are also Norse period graves within the graveyard as well. Right beside the chapel, there's a couple of beautiful sandy beaches. Further along the road from Lund House, there is the Standing Stone of Lund, which is the largest one in Shetland, between three and four metres tall. It's absolutely massive. Okay, not too far away, there's also the Broch at Underhul. There are several Viking longhouses within the area. Slightly further afield, you have the Westin Beach and the former fishing station that was there. There's the Broch home, there's Kirkaby, an old chapel site. And then northwards up the coast to the abandoned settlement at Collister. There's an awful, awful lot to see in this small corner of Unst, Shetland's most northerly island. And it is without doubt one of my favourite places to go, taking people on tours to explore not just this corner of Unst, but the island as a whole. There's an awful, awful lot to see there, and it is it's definitely well worth a visit. <laughs> For more spooky Shetland content, we're talking more stories and folk tales, the various types of creatures, monsters, etc. that you find in these stories, as well as various traditions and customs from this time of year. You can find all of that on our YouTube channel. There's a designated Spooky Shetland playlist for all of our Halloween content from over the years. And there's a link to that in the show notes. For further information about Shetland as a whole, guided tours with me, all of that kind of stuff, you can find that on our website, adventureshetland.com. Again, also linked in the show notes. But that, I think, will do it for this very quick podcast episode for Spooky Shetland 2023. I've been John from Adventure Shetland, and I would like to wish you a spooky, safe, and successful Halloween. (laughs) 